hello, my friends. Hope you're doing fantastic. And welcome to another episode of the Scott McKinnon Podcast. It's just me today, but I feel like I just want to do a little uh, just solo update slash conversation with you guys because it's been kind of a really busy last month or two months or kind of it's been a busy season in general. And I know I always say that and that's not like an excuse of why I'm not necessarily creating more or whatever it is, but I think it's important to just kind of update you of where my brain's at. Here are the three things I want to talk about today. First is just going to be a brief update. Where have I been? Why have there not been as many YouTube videos, not as many podcasts, all that kind of stuff. Number two, work-life balance. Um, This has been on my mind a lot lately, and I'd love to give my thoughts on it. Number three, self-awareness. The importance of understanding who you are and understanding um, really who you are, not just who you actually think you are, which I want to dive into a little bit. And then I guess it's actually four parts, not three. Three additional parts after the update. One of you that watches my channel said, you know, 4LC Studios became Scaling Creative and and am I kind of building that and then I kind of already have my what's next in the pipeline? Like, am I just building business after business? And it brought up an interesting thought to me because I've never really thought about it. And I want to share that too. So let's dive right into it. Thanks for being here and uh, let's do this. So first off, a brief little update. You know, I have not done a lot of YouTube videos lately. I have not done a lot of podcasts lately. I have been kind of um, really focused on scaling creative, really focused on a lot of other things. And it's not an excuse for me to create as much as it's just simply the reality that I've kind of decided to just do a little bit less on YouTube and podcast just right this second as I'm kind of doing a lot of internal stuff, training new staff. I've been hiring some different people. I've been I'm kind of reworking some positions for certain people. And so it's kind of been one of those interesting seasons for me where I'm spending a lot of time either editing or or training, or just doing stuff internally in the office, and sometimes it's hard to just actually vlog a lot of that. So I've kind of just not really done a ton. I've also been obviously traveling quite a bit, so I've been trying to do as much as I can from a vlog perspective when I do travel, but sometimes it's also hard because when I get back from that and then I get right to work and I'm trying to catch up on sleep being one thing, that it's just a little bit difficult. So it's been a little bit of a crazy season for me. Um, This is the first week in a while that I've actually been or that I am in the office all week. But then next week I travel again uh, out to Missouri. And after that, I have a lot of traveling in May. So it's been busy. It's been a good busy. And I'm never one to make excuses of why I don't create because of busyness, nor am I one to like complain at all in general that I am busy because I'm super, super thankful for that. Everything's going really well. Scaling Creative is going really well, really building... um, a lot of new clients, a lot of opportunities, really thinking a lot about kind of what I want to uh, do with the company and like where do we want to go. And we've been experimenting with a lot of different things, offering different things this year, um, doing some different things that we really have never done before. And yet we're doing, I think, a really good job with clients. Um, people have seen, people seem like they're very happy. So that's really good. Working a lot of like contracted clients now, like yearly and they kind of pay monthly retainers to us to help create content, to do um, some website stuff, some graphic design stuff, a little bit of everything. So it's kind of a very different place than I ever was at because for a while, obviously, when it was just me, and then when it was just me and Pablo, really video was the only thing we did. But as I've, we've kind of grown, I've realized that there are different skill sets from some of the staff that I have hired recently that just it just made sense to me to offer some more things and Now that we've offered them, I feel like we're able to offer some great things to clients and they seem to be liking them. So it's really good. I'm excited about all that. But with that comes additional stress of 
obviously more employees, more things we have to worry about, more things that we have to cater to clients for. So just like anything, it's a learning period. And I love kind of bringing you along for this journey. And it's been really cool, you know, over the last month or so, I've talked to probably, I don't know, three or four people that follow my channel pretty closely. Some people that I keep in touch with pretty often in general. And some people are hiring their first employees. And some people are going through some of the things that I went through you know, a year ago or two years ago. Some people are just on the verge of going full-time into their business. So it's been really cool to kind of catch up with some of you lately and just hear kind of your journeys as well. I'm passionate about sharing mine, and I love that I'm actually starting to see some of you just be um, interested in sharing your own journey as well. I think there's tons of value in it, so that's really awesome. So let's jump right into the first uh, part of this conversation, which is work-life balance. And I wanted to dive into this in two different ways. The first one I somewhat mentioned on a recent vlog that I did in Jersey, where I was talking about the fact that someone had asked recently on my channel, how does my wife feel about like me traveling so much? Because obviously lately I've been traveling a lot. I obviously have to work a lot right now. Um, and people were curious naturally, like, what does my wife think? Is she okay with the whole situation? Does she not like the situation? And I think here's what I've come to realize, um, what I've come to realize, what I feel like she's get, coming to realize a little bit more and what we're kind of, um, kind of really in the same, on the same page with. It's easy from an outsider perspective for people that follow this channel or people that maybe are close to, you know, my wife and I, even if, even family, it's easy for people to look on and feel like you work all the time, like you're always working and you're here in the office at night and you're you're working 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 you're traveling and you're doing this and you're doing that like are you ever actually with your family and i think it's easy for people to look at that because i mean to a point my vlogs obviously are only ever like of me working they're of me in the office i don't bring a lot of my family into the vlogs anymore i kind of stopped doing that a while ago i will occasionally bring them in but for the most part i just don't not even for privacy reasons just for the sake of I like to try as much as I can to disconnect from even like everyday vlogging when I'm with them. Really, all I do when I'm with them is bring a camera around for the sake of like home video stuff and that's it. But so it's easy from an outsider perspective for people to kind of look on and say that I work a lot or that I don't necessarily spend as much time with my family. And yet the only person I truly care about whether or not I'm doing a good job, and that is with my wife. And ever since starting my business, we've obviously known that, number one, the reality is when you're building a business, it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of dedication. It's going to be a little bit less sleep. It's going to be a little bit less free time here and there for us to do different things. But I've really, for the last three, four years, We've really, really been living by like Dave Ramsey's quote that is live like no one now so you can live like no one later. And if you're unfamiliar with that quote, it obviously has to do with money. It has to do with a bunch of other things. But the concept being like live like no one now financially, saving money, not doing a lot of things so that you can live like no one later, meaning you don't have debt. You've saved a lot of money. You're smart with money, all those kind of things. But I also have really translated that to my business. Like, what does it look like to live like no one now so I can live like no one later? And I feel like here's what I've realized that that means to me. 
What that means to me is when I look at my dad or I look at some other fathers or some other people that are, you know, in their 60s and they're still working really hard and not just working really hard because they obviously love to work really hard and they're like natural hustlers or anything, but simply because, you know, certain decisions weren't made right early on in their life with money and decisions with business and business partners and all those kind of things. And so when I think about so many of their situations where I look at them and they're having to still work a lot and work really hard and travel for their job and in their 60s and even into their 70s, I think to myself, like, I don't want to have to do that. Like, as much as I love working and I and I really think that I'm a natural entrepreneur that I don't feel like I could ever get rid of some sort of work because I really do like what I do, I also think that I'm the kind of person that would love to be able to have a, a successful business where I have built a team that is really doing amazing things and I don't have to be as hands-on. And when I'm in my 50s and 60s and my kids are in their 20s and my wife and I can just travel and enjoy ourselves and not have to worry about it, that I also think that that seems really appealing to me. As much as it seems like I'm a person that just loves work, and I do, I, I want to get to a point in my life where I can relax a little bit. And I think that I'm trying now to live with that motto of live like no one now, meaning I want to work as hard as I possibly can right now and work as much as I possibly can right now while still not sacrificing family and work-life balance, but work really, really hard now and do whatever it takes so that I can build a business that can keep itself afloat so I don't have to be the one that works nonstop for the rest of my life. So I've kind of gotten really good at kind of silencing any noise outside of, of you know my house, meaning I'm not really concerned if people think I work too much because I feel like I am actually more balanced than people think. I don't start work till 8.30 each morning. I wake up every seven days a week with the kids. I let my wife sleep in until I have to go to work. Normally she wakes up before then. And then I end at 5 o'clock on the dot every day, other than when I obviously am out filming or doing a job. I end at 5 o'clock. I go to my house. I eat dinner with the family. We put the kids to bed and then maybe two or three nights a week, I'll come back to the office and work, but it's really with communication with my wife. She'll be watching a show on a certain day of week. So I come back and I work or we don't necessarily have something to watch. And so she's completely, she is energized by just like sitting around and watching Netflix and just like relaxing because she's with the kids all day. So she finds relaxation in sitting by herself and not even necessarily being by me. So we have really good communication. I work three, two or three nights a week. Then I work a regular 40-hour work week or more, a little bit more. But I think I'm more balanced than people think. And I don't ever want people to think that I don't value my family over work. Because it's just not the case. But the biggest thing, I think the biggest takeaway that I've gathered is I don't really care what people think of my work-life balance or what people think my work-life balance is. All I truly care about is how my wife feels about it. And if her and I are in communication and understanding what I'm trying to do, and ultimately that's all I actually care about. I don't really care if, if it doesn't seem that way to people. So it's kind of my current state, kind of what I think 
and work-life balance, and I challenge you to think of the same thing. So next up, self-awareness. This is an interesting one, and I was actually going to do a whole vlog about this today, but after I recorded the first whole bunch of segments of it, I ended up just getting busy working, and then I kind of forgot to ever turn back on the camera. But this is one that's really interesting to me. The self-awareness of like understanding just how important it is to truly know like who you are, to understand really what drives you, what energizes you, what depletes you of your energy. I've talked about this in vlogs before, but man, I'm starting to learn it more and more and starting to understand myself more and more that it's becoming like really an interesting thing for me to think about. Because the more and more I truly feel like I understand myself and really understand myself, the more that I'm starting to find like interesting things about myself. So here's the here's one of the biggest examples that's kind of been the most interesting thing to me. Most people most people that know me know that like I'm I'm naturally a person that talks to everybody. I can hold conversations with everybody. I'm not a shy person. I can always be the person that's talking the most. And so naturally, I kind of told myself slash thought to myself, like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an extrovert. Like, I don't want to be by myself. I just want to, like, talk to people, talk to people, talk to people. And I'm realizing, to my surprise, it's actually not really true. Like, I love people. I love having conversations with people. I love being around people. I love getting to know new people when I'm in a really good mood. Like when, when everything else is going well in life, that day, that week, then I love talking to people. Like I can talk to people all day. I can learn tons about them. I can talk and talk and talk. Life is great. But if I'm like depleted of energy... If I'm not necessarily having a great day, talking to people is actually like the last thing I really want. And that's a really interesting thing for me to realize because I've kind of always thought to myself, like I'm energized by talking to people. But I'm realizing like I'm not energized by talking to people. I enjoy talking to people when I've been energized and been fueled by the other things in my life that actually fuel me. So I went through like a, uh, I don't know if it's called a course, but I went through something called a life plan, maybe, uh, I don't know, a year and a half ago, maybe, maybe a year ago. And a lot of what that life plan had, like uh, a lot of discussion in that life plan had to do with like your replenishment cycle, the idea of what do you need to do and how often do you need to do something to replenish yourself, whether it's like spiritually, whether it's just emotionally, physically, whatever. Like what, what are the things that you have to do? What are the things that when you do them, you are energized by them and it puts you in this better state? And I started to think about those things more and started to understand what those things were a little bit more. And then I started to realize more and more that like, I'm not actually energized by people. I love talking to people when I've made sure that my tank is full with other things. 
And I also realized I'm extremely energized by actually like helping others and educating others. Like I realized a big part of my brain is that part of why I love YouTube so much is because internally I'm knowing that it's helping people because I'm watching comments and I'm watching what you guys DM me with and I'm watching all these different things and I'm realizing like it's making an impact. So it fuels me to create more and more and more. Like I'm not at all turned off by any sort of negativity. I just posted an Instagram story about this, just the idea that nothing unbelievable that is said gets to my head and nothing terrible gets to my head. I just stay focused on documenting my journey and helping in any way that I can. It doesn't matter if people don't like it and they comment negative things. I just keep doing my thing. I keep doing my thing. I keep doing my thing. And I realize a big part of what actually energizes me and gets me the most fired up to have a great day is starting and completing a task. So to me, when I get in the streak of like daily vlogging every once in a while, I feel like I'm in a really, really good mood during those times because I wake up in the morning, I start editing, I complete an edit, I upload it. And it's this incredible sense of completion, this incredible sense of starting and finishing something. And it puts me in this incredible mood of, wow, like I started, I completed something. As dumb as it sounds, like when I vacuum, it sounds weird, but like I love vacuuming. I love snow blowing. I love mowing a lawn. I like cleaning certain things. And what are they all linked to? They're all linked to that I start something and I finish it. When I vacuum, I start with a dirty rug and I can complete the dirty rug cleaning. It's then clean. It's complete. It's a sense of accomplishment, a sense of completion. When I edit a vlog and post it, completion. When I see the grass is long, long and I mow it and I put perfect stripes in it and then I shut the mower off, completion. And yet I think what happens to me a lot is in my business, in video production, where you don't always start a video and complete it that same day. There's this natural sense of sometimes feeling like you don't, like you didn't actually complete anything in a day that can actually like really, really put me in like a not great mood and enjoyment of that side of it. And, and I've been kind of trying to figure out like, why am I sometimes like really, really in love with editing and, and building this business and other times I'm not. And I realized it's actually all just because of the fact that I need to do a better job of understanding. I need to have a sense of completion every single day with something. So I need to start to schedule more things that I can complete early in the day so that I can have more and more energized, more and more energy later to continue to do the other tasks. So like with Dave Ramsey with the debt snowball thing, if you ever read that before, the way that you get out of debt is he recommends that you go after, you attack the smallest debt first, and then you complete it. So it gets you fired up to do the next one, and then you take the money that you were paying on the smaller one, and you pay the next one, and you keep doing it, you keep doing it. 
because naturally when you complete little tasks, it gets you fired up to complete bigger and bigger rather than the opposite. If you said, I'm going to tackle my huge debt first, well, you're not going to pay off that huge debt for a long time. And so most times it'll end up making you feel like, man, I'm just not making any progress. But when you complete the first thing, the small thing, the little thing, now you're seeing all this progress and you can make like just huge success happen with the bigger ones because you're fired up. So it all comes back to just self-awareness that I'm really realizing how important it is to understand how you work. And then it's important for people around you your spouse being one of the biggest because that person's obviously with you the most. If you're not married, then just the people closest to you, your family, your best friends, your girlfriend, your boyfriend. Them understanding those things about you is also incredibly valuable and incredibly important. It's really, really important for people that work with me and for my spouse and for different people, for them to realize what really energizes me. And when I'm in a stage where I'm doing something that is going to have a completion task or, or something that has that sort of accomplishment feeling to me, that it's a value for me to be able to finish that thing before they ask me to do something else so that I can be more fired up. Because if I leave a task midway through, what happens is it frustrates me and then I'm not going to do as good in the other task. So I'm like super fired up because I feel like really learning a lot about myself, things that I didn't really know. And when you understand those things more about you, it can really open up like really interesting things. It can really open up things that you didn't necessarily know about yourself. So the challenge is try to become as self-aware as possible. Understand what you need to do to refuel, to re-energize, to get excited about the next day and do it. Last topic that I want to talk about is what's next for me. A subscriber to this channel named is Josh. Super nice guy. Josh, I'm sure you listen to this because you're a huge supporter, so I appreciate you. He asked me a question and he asked, like, what's what's next for me? Like, do I already have like my next goal in mind? Because like 4LC Studios grew and then I started scaling creative and then his question was like, okay, now that scaling creative is going and growing and all that kind of stuff, like what's next? Am I already on like my next big thing of what's happening? And naturally my instant response was like, no, no. Like right now I am focused on scaling creative and I absolutely am focused on scaling creative. That is my only, my only thought process right now is just building that, building that, building that so that it can be sustainable for me to do, you know, whatever else I want down the road. But like, what's next for me? I'm not really sure. But here's what I do know. I know that I want to work on like passion projects. I want to film a documentary. I want to have a documentary like come out of scaling creative on like a big level. Like do a really ambitious, big year and a half long documentary about something. I think I'm passionate about documentaries. They're my favorite type of films to watch because they're kind of like vlogging. They're kind of like documenting. I mean, that's why the name documentary is in the name, but I love following people's story or following a journey or following a story and making something out of it is like my favorite type of filmmaking, like something that came out of a real life situation. So 
I don't really have any like goals of or something instantly next on my plate. Like what's the next company I'm going to start or what's the next thing that I'm going to develop or create. Really scaling creative is my own. That's my passion right now. That's what I'm going hard at. And I'm working really hard to make big things happen with it. And it's going great. But I don't really have anything immediately on my plate. I feel like I'm trying to do my best of staying focused on scaling creative and just staying driven to that because I think it is easy for me to hop around and think to myself, what's this, what's this? And because I feel like scaling creative is so vast, what we can offer and what we can do, I don't really feel like I have to be concerned with like what's next because essentially everything that I want to do, I can kind of do under the scaling creative umbrella and under my personal brand umbrella, that I'm just excited to keep seeing what happens. It's been amazing to see the different connections I've been making and different opportunities I've been getting to speak and to talk about different things, and and I just love doing it. So really all that's next for me is just continuing to see just new opportunities. I'm doing my best of building a team at Scaling Creative so that I can have time and things available for opportunities because I feel like when you're too crowded with all your time, 24 hours a day, you don't ever have time for opportunities. And when opportunities arise for something good to happen, the last thing that I want is to not be able to say yes to it. There's always a fine line. There's always a a balance you have to realize of you can't say yes to everything, no doubt about it. But you can be forced to say no to everything if you have no time at all for opportunities. So I'm definitely trying my best to make sure that I stay open to opportunities, to make sure that I stay open to just uh, conversations and things that arise that may spark my interest. Because so many times when I've just jumped after a good opportunity because I could, good things happened. And the only way to make sure that you don't have any opportunities is to close yourself off off to them all. So what's next? Who knows? All I know is that life is really good right now. I'm going to keep keep trying to keep it that way. And I'm going to keep documenting the journey because I think it's incredibly fun to do. I love watching back my old videos like because it's just cool to see how I've grown and what things I was saying then that I'm not saying now and all those things but this has been super therapeutic for me like I love love this podcast I hope you do I hope you find value in it as well I have lots of big ideas for the podcast I know I've been saying that for a while but I will be getting back to interviews and more people and co-hosting. I think there's lots to be said around actual creativity from a, a, a team perspective. So no doubt that's all coming. I don't want you to feel like I'm giving up and it's just always going to be a solo podcast because that would be super lame. I definitely want to incorporate more and more guests. I want to incorporate more conversations with even people in my own company because I think that it's cool to be able to have more and more people a part of the, the journey with me. And not just make it about me. So lots of things are coming. But as always, I truly, truly appreciate you listening. I would love to hear your feedback. Uh, the best place to do it is Twitter or Instagram. 
direct message me, Scott W. McKenna on Twitter or Scott McKenna on Instagram. I would love to just hear what you think. Like, did any of these things resonate with you? I would love to just be able to share some of the things that you might have learned. I think the interesting thing about podcasting is that most of you, obviously, that come across my podcast probably watch me on YouTube. You probably wouldn't come across my podcast if you didn't. But if you feel like someone could find any value from one of these podcasts or from a YouTube video that you watch, I'd love for you to share it. I obviously don't ever ask like, hey, subscribe or to like. Like, I don't really care about any of that kind of stuff. But I do care about helping people. And I've always been a person that when I come across something that has helped me, I always love to try to pass it on to someone that it might also help. So if you feel like being super awesome, and you feel like there is something valuable in either this podcast or just the podcast in general or the YouTube channel or Instagram, I don't know. If, if there's any value that I brought to you, I'd love for you to share it just because I love building more and more um, community around kind of my journey and hearing more about yours as well. So if that's something you're into, share it and let me know what you took out of this. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you guys real soon.